Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the show that's leading the media lineup. Welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. It turns out that on Tuesday, they had Tom McDonald on Fox News, coming with the same story that we already brought you, about the lyrics that days earlier we discussed and we talked through. The ones we fucking broke down and live-streamed and walked through, we're honored that the mainstream media copied us, but we're a little shocked, too. But it's about time someone gave them a roadmap, roadmap to trot to. So Fox News, if you're still listening, we got you. Have us on your show for a little impromptu. Give your audience something that they can flock to. If not, we'll get so fucking woke that there will be hate letters wrote. And we'll ask people to block you. In fact, we'll go on anything from CNN to Fox. We'll make a quick stop through and explain how the bullshit that you've been on is not news. Anyway. Tom fucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you? Why'd you change that to Tom and not Tommy? You know, I wrote Tommy. I know. That's why I said it. I don't. I'm all fired up. I'm all fired up. What? Tom McDonald, man. I'm so happy he's on fucking national news. That fucking video dropped Friday. It's got over 3 million views. It's a pretty good song, man. It's a pretty good song. I'm happy I, uh, I was able to listen to it. We're going back 10 or 15 years when I learned that you could make money on YouTube. And I want to say that it's like 10 cents a view after a million views. Now, I don't know if that's still the number. Well, it's all, I think they all get a different shit. Sure. But for depending on how big their channel is. I mean, you're talking, if that's the, this dude's over six figures a year just on YouTube clicks at this point. Oh, that's what most of these, yeah, these people with YouTube in. That's what, that, why do you think we stream live on YouTube? That's a good point. But so here's the thing. This guy, when you buy an album, he hand signs it before he mails it to you. Every single autograph, every single album is autographed. So now I'm just thinking, like, this hey, dude's hands are trash at this point. Hey, remember that time that you said, hey, we should move the camera? Because I feel like we're always not looking at the camera. Yeah. And then you just went on for about five minutes looking at me the entire time. Well, on the intro, we're always talking to each other. Well, you're looking down reading the pad. I'm not much happier with where the camera's at because now it looks like we're looking upward. Um, I'm not sure there's a way to satisfy me at this point. Well, I can't put it in the center of the television. That was actually my next question. Could we put the camera in the center of the television? Well, then it's going to block the stream. And that does that little tripod thing we got going on over there. Doesn't go high enough? Doesn't go high enough. All right. We're going to figure this out. It, it is significantly better. I think we can agree on that. I guess. I mean, why don't we let the chat... I can actually us. look at you in the camera now, so I don't have to look at you to talk. Like, I'm looking at you and talking to you right now. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Though. That's pretty dope. How pumped are you? Uh... Oh, Erica says this camera angle's really good. She clearly is talking about me, but thank you, Erica. Yeah, whatever you say, bum. Uh Why did Mason say he feels bad for Miss Squirrel? Because Tim was in the chat first and said first. Ah, <laughs> ah I get it. Uh... I think you need more light now. The shadow is real. Well, the only shadows I see are with the liquor cabinet. Yeah, and that's because it's bouncing off a piece of glass. Or your bald-ass head. One of the well, two. that's why I'm wearing a hat. But True. I haven't shaved it in a couple days either. Okay. Uh, you want to get in the mail, Pat? Yeah, let's fucking do this. Speaking of mails. Yep, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail Mail! 
Pat, we got one piece of mail in. I bet you can't guess who it's from. If I were to guess, I'm going to say Dip Dizzy Whistle. That's based on two things. One, you told me yesterday that Dip Dizzy Whistle mailed in. And two, today on my lunch break, I read it. That's a pretty good one. Was it a good guess? Yes. All right, cool, cool, cool. Am I reading this? Fuck yeah. I'll tell you what, that glare from that light, not helping this situation. All right, here we go. That's a lot. Chicken shit, Pat. After listening to the podcast, all I heard was excuse after excuse as to why you wouldn't fulfill your part of the deal. I really didn't think I, of all people, would have to call you out on this. You were probably the most literal person that I know. You take everything literally. So this time, I'm going to take it literally. The deal was 100 Instagram followers for the podcast, and you would do something that would inflict pain on you. This would be placed on YouTube for all to see what happened. We're going to stop the email right there. Dip Dizzy Whistle, there's a video coming. It's already been recorded, and I will tell you, I was not happy. Uh, there is a it didn't small really inflict, issue. It didn't really inflict pain, though. Did you feel like it was a pleasant experience for me? For you? I, I can say that. I don't know how it was for you, Pat. I can say this. I was so disgusted with what happened that I hope we never have to do anything like that again. This is the first time I've ever heard a man say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Even after that one that she asked to have his dick That was a girl. Well, well, that was a woman. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. Uh, no, yeah, Dip Dizzy Whistle. So uh, Mason and Carissa came over with the baby. And uh, after taking a lick of some turkey gravy baby food, uh, it was gritty. And I thought, well, this is not going to be a challenge. I thought this plan has backfired on Tommy. I'm going to get one over on him. And when I took a big bite of that baby food, I vomited and I vomited and then I vomited. I said a couple times that I didn't think he was going to puke. Yeah. And then Tommy was like, hey, man, just have one more bite. So then I vomited. So the video is coming. We have some technical difficulties. The video's uh, long, too long to download, and then Tommy can chop it. But until he can get it downloaded to chop, we're having some difficulties. I got it downloaded. Okay, okay. I, I did get it downloaded. I like I had to go with this makeshift way of getting it onto my computer, but we got it there. Um, it's just that the software I used to edit was not cooperating last night, and Mason and I wanted to stream the forest. So, well, I streamed the forest, and I'll edit it on Saturday morning. There you go. Moving on. Now, all I'm hearing is that you want to dig deep, really embrace your followers, really get them engorged. (laughs) Well played, Don. (laughs) What is a better way than to make a video of steel entering your flesh? You having a penis enter your mouth like you're dreaming of? Thami is a man of his word. What happened to you? Seems to me that Mason is working his way up into your job. Just saying, time to man up, chicken shit, Pat. Is it fucked up that we named that chicken outside of that store that Don was my boss at? Chicken Pat. And now he's calling me Chicken Shit Pat. (laughs) History has a strange way of repeating itself. Moving back to the email. Also, Thom, another idea for the podcast. Why not talk about the games and things that happened during your twitching sessions? It seems like a good way to put the two together. Hopefully, you're name name dropping the podcast on Twitch. Are you? I can't see shit. Cause also, you guys need a PO box for the podcast so the number nineers can mail you, mail in items to inflict pain on chicken shit. Pat, have a great day. Dip. Why do I feel like Dip Dizzy Whistle's willing to mail a stun gun? I feel like that could get us all in trouble, like federally. 
<laughs> like big trouble. Dip Dizzy Whistle, you know where I fucking live. If you want somebody to torture me, just drive on over and drop the tool off. I pee when I stand up. I'm not afraid of anything. Uh, I'm actually, I watched a Ric Flair video earlier today, and he had, he had uh, bladed his forehead, and he was just like rapping it and talking shit to Triple H. And the blood looks so good that I just thought, man, when the weather's nice and we can be outside, because I can't cut myself in anybody's house. That's fucked up. You bleed like shit from the face. Well, why don't we just do it in your house? Because that's, I still have to clean that blood up, bro. I'm thinking. It's the, your house, though. I'm thinking the backyard and maybe some sugar glass. If we can find sugar glass, you take me down with the sugar glass. I, I do the job on myself and uh, we got a pretty sick video. All right, I'm done. I just watched, uh, me and Eric have been watching the British Bake Off show. Remember I Jeez, told you so that? Here we and go they, with the fucking British Bake Off. For one of the finals, they had to make uh, like a case out of sugar glass. Okay, okay. That's pretty cool. Did they break it? No. Oh. That's the part I'm looking forward to. Why don't I just hit you with a real piece of glass? What if it doesn't break? That would just hurt like fuck. It'll break. You ever hit yourself in the head with something thinking it would break and it didn't? No. It ain't fun. I try not to hit myself in that. When was the last time you bit your tongue real good? Oh, that's the worst, dude. And I'm clumsy as fuck that I do it all the time. We ordered uh, Pepe's pizza at work on Friday. I heard. And uh, this this afternoon. Mother. That's an alarm. That doesn't count. Sure shit. Nine minutes in. Yeah. This afternoon, I uh, took my lunch break. And I was heating up some pizza that I had brought from home, but there was still Pepe's pizza in the fridge, so I was like, I'll eat a piece of that cold, and proceeded to bite down on my tongue so hard that I literally put my hand in my mouth to see if I was bleeding, because I thought I was pouring blood. My tongue hurts so bad right now. It's so it, That sucks. It does. Uh, Mason says we can get a 12 case of sugar glass bottles, like TV stump bottles. Nice. We have some glass in the back. Erica wants to use real glass. Erica said, backyard that fell out of the greenhouse, I'm sure that it will break. Oh, oh yeah, that's right? true. That's Erica, I'm not sure you Thanks, were Erica. familiar that's with That's a great idea. Sugar glass, that's fine, that's fine. Anyway. What, uh, what if we had Russian roulette, where we get a bunch of sugar glass, but there's also some real glass mixed in, and we just start smashing each other in the head with them, but we don't know which one's which. Huh. We we hit each other with the, the glass or sugar glass, Russian roulette style. With one real bottle? Yeah. Like we each get a case and we each put one bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great. Shotgun on a Zemo bottle. What? Like like dibs on me hit me getting a Zemo bottle on my thing. Okay. That's just weird. Zemo bottles are like a good half inch thick. Oh, so they're not cheap. They're the opposite <laughs> of cheap. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for mail time. Uh, we appreciate the feedback tip. Anybody else want to email in? Let us know. We did send out a newsletter on Monday. Um, we are going to... Mason, I know that you don't think we're doing anything right now, but you don't have to text us shit during the show. No, no he texted me a yeah, link on Amazon to yeah, sugar bottle. glass bottles. Yeah, dude, I know. Send that to the email. Come on, Mason. Get it together. Uh, anyway, we didn't send out our newsletter. We're going to send it out tomorrow because we have a would you rather, but we wanted to put it out on the show first, and then we'll send it out in the email. And we're getting a little bit offbeat, so we'll probably use this one for, what do you think, 10 days? Bro. What do you think, 10 days? What's that? 
I'll send out the email. The newsletter? Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you get this out tomorrow morning, we're going to be good a week from today. Yeah, I know that we'll be good a week from today, but I don't. I like doing it on Mondays. So I'd rather. Okay. Okay. Like maybe I'll just resend the question again on Monday. All right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Tom. Yes, sir. This, the email is all ready to go out, by the way, except for the question. This 12 pack of sugar glass bottles, which will break overheads. I think we should have a little shindig, my backyard, your backyard, somebody's backyard when the weather warms up. And we should stick with the Russian roulette theme. We should fill these 12 bottles with 12 different things. And then we should spray paint the bottles on the outside. So that you can't see which ones are real well. And we get some number niners to join us. And everybody just takes a fucking glass bottle to the head. And, you know, like one's got jalapeno juice. One's got whatever, water. You know what I mean? Like, some are good, some are bad. Well, you know what? We'll put money in some. We'll do something to make this worth their while. You're fucked up. I'm excited. Uh, you don't need to look at the phone. I sent it. See, early as can Okay. Well, send it to the email then. All right. Moving on. Good day, mams and sirs. Have you been trying to find me, my hype man, Pat, for bonus content? exclusive merch, extra dick and fart jokes, and videos that are more captivating than Pandora's box of pregnancy porn you've been hiding from your wife? Well, three-finger news, news that's sure to shock you, just did a whole article letting us know where you can find our podcast at iTunes, Spotify, pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Don't forget to check out our live stream of podcasts on YouTube at 10.30 Sundays and 7.30 Wednesdays. If that's not enough and you're yearning for more streaming, you can also check out our gaming live streams on Twitch and YouTube. Follow and subscribe to Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. Check out our Facebook page and Instagram page at Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. Until Zuckass pulls a trump card and sends us packing. Speaking of packing, you can have merch from our show packed and shipped right to your front door from Number9Podcast.com. And don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter and subscribe at each of these sites. The Number Niners are always welcome to drop us a line at the number 9 podcastcom the number nine podcast at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at number nine pod two. We even hired honey buns to sort through that shit and decide which ones we'll have on air. I say good day. It's me, Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me. And I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. All right. That, that one was for you, man. We uh, recorded a uh, recorded a ad read, if you will. Put that in there for you. We just played it for the live stream. They never want to hear an ad read again. That's the plan, Dip. If you listen to us live, you won't have to listen to the ad reads anymore. All you who are listening to this in your cars or while you're making sweet, sweet love to your wives, you won't have to listen to us. Why are you inferring that only men listen to us or lesbians? I just assume that, like, while Carissa and Erica are cool, I don't know of how many other cool women are in our circle listening to this podcast. That's not true. Charlotte representing i'm sure you're so sexist charlotte just uh followed us on the uh the instagram i believe did she i believe i just got uh we dip is now following us on twitter nice that happened today i'm pretty excited about that so anyway gotta keep growing these followers everybody if you're listening to this go fucking follow us yeah pretty much follow subscribe like whatever you got to they're all a little different i can guarantee there are now less cool women in there in here why is that? Well, I haven't seen Carissa on today. That's a good point. She must be fighting with Mason. And she's boycotting our stream. Um, 
All right, anyway. So, last episode, Pat, we talked about the Robin Hood thing. Oh, she oh, is in the house. Um, so, we talked about the Robin Hood thing, remember? Yeah. So, I got, I think it was Monday morning. So, after the podcast, I get an email from Robin Hood. And this is what it says. I thought it was hilarious. I was going to put it in the live stream here, but it was a lot of words and I couldn't put it in. Nice. Breastfeeding. Cool. Uh, so this came she to me. didn't say breastfeeding, you asshole. She said I was feeding. Uh, a note from Robin Hood. Hi, Thomas. We wanted to reach out to you after a uh, transformative week in the markets to answer a quick questions. How m- we know many are asking, why did Robin Hood limit certain stocks? We understand that the temporary limits we placed on certain stocks this past week were frustrating for many, especially since we built Robinhood to expand access to investing. We have always sought to put our customers first, and we want to we want to be able to invest invest on your own terms. Jesus, why aren't you reading this? You chose to read it, I guess. Um, to help explain what happened and why we had to take action, we wrote a letter to our customers and captured the key understandings for you below. Robinhood, for Robinhood to operate, we must meet clearinghouse deposit requirements to support customer trades. The de- deposit requirements uh, are determined in part by how much stock the firm's customers hold, blah, 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 blah. It's a bunch of bullshit. And then uh, at the bottom of this, it says... Um, we we did not want people to stop buying stocks, and we certainly weren't trying to help hedge funds. I thought that was the funniest part of the whole thing. I'm I gonna, thought that was a, a very declarative statement. Like, no, we're not on the wrong side here. Yeah, which, you know, I like when you really think about it, right? They got to have enough capital to pay out these people if they cash out. Yeah, no doubt. It's no different than, you know, like uh, that story that we talked about in Florida where people were signing up for accidental dismemberment insurance and then cutting their fucking limbs off or shooting their limbs off. Yeah, to get the... Those insurance companies can't continue to sign policies. They have to stop or find more companies. Because insurance, you sell part of that policy, so you're you're never really insuring. You know, if you have insurance with the company A, they sell to B, C, D, and E, and they all split your policy. But, like, here's the thing, right? Yeah. This shit started happening last Monday. Yeah. They didn't limit the stocks till fucking Thursday or Friday. So they knew this way ahead of time and just chose, like, they, their timing of saying this stuff, like, doing it, like, the actions that they took, yeah. were just bad. It was just a bad time to well, do that. When did if you, I mean, they maybe they held out as long as they could, but it continued to spike and spike and spike. No, they, they, uh, they actually limited it on a, like a day where it was dropping. Okay. You know what I mean? So like on the overnight, it started to drop. So they're yeah, like, so uh, a trillion people started selling. They were saying, no, like you can't sell. Like we don't no, have the class. They actually said you can only sell. You can't buy back. You can't buy into the stock. You can only sell. Interesting. You see what I'm saying? You see how, what they're saying doesn't really, and you know, I, I don't know. I don't work for Robin hood. But never once did this guy get on the news and say that. When he got an interview by everybody, he wasn't saying this shit. He was saying, oh, well, you know, it's a, you know, we're doing this to protect our customers, not to cover our own asses. Right. You know what I mean? Which, if if you're a leader of a company, 
Maybe you come on sit. Like, listen, we ain't got the fucking capital to pay these people, so we gotta stop it. Yeah, I, I certainly would have. I don't even care what the story was. If they say, told the same story twice, I'd have been happier. Yeah, but it was always something different. But anyway, so I just want to. I, I, I got that the other day, and I thought it was pretty funny. Robin so. Hood. Stealing from the poor, giving to the rich. Our opinion hasn't changed. So, Pat, you have these. Uh, we're going to do Super Bowl facts. Fuck yeah. Um, I think we should do the downers first. The downers thing that you got over here. Okay. Um, and you can lead us into that. All right. Uh, so I, I threw this article in there. There are, I mean, countless, countless articles, uh, that are the same story over and over and over. So the, the title of this article is for months, he helped his son keep suicidal thoughts at bay. Then came the pandemic. It says one in four young adults have struggled with suicidal thoughts since the coronavirus hit. CDC says, I could see the storm coming, says the father. He visits the grave every day. And every day, Ted Robbins asks himself the questions that have plagued him since the night that his 16-year-old son killed himself one month into the pandemic. What if Robbins hadn't canceled their family vacation? What if their school hadn't closed down? What if his son Christian could have leaned on his best friends through this rough patch as he had in the past? But one question haunts him the most. What if the pandemic never happened? Would my son still be alive? So I'm not sure how much we need to read into the article, um, but I will say that it goes on. It says uh, 75% of young adults struggle with suicidal thoughts now. That went from one in four to three in four. Um, It says in the last 30 days that one in four have considered suicide. It shows that from 2018, young adults, I'm only covering young adults in this, young adults... uh, had a thought of suicide in the past 30 days at a rate of 10.7%. And in August of 2020, it was 25.5, which is uh, 250% of the previous number. Um, I think there's no 100% would be 10. Nope. 100% would be 10. Yeah, but it's a hundred percent more. So it makes it 20. It's 250% of. Or 150% more. 150% more, that's... Yeah. I didn't misspeak. Oh. Still think it did. No, it's 250% of the original number. Okay. Anyways. uh, What do you think of this? This is... uh, When I say this is one of countless articles, the numbers Oh, no, I know that this has been... Especially since, like... I know you're big on mental health, so I'm going to go along with this one. But no, I think yeah, that but this is like, no, I know that this, the pandemic, and this isn't just kids, dude. You know what I mean? You're talking about adult, like, there was a point when Eric, when all this first happened, Eric didn't leave the house for like three months. I remember. And man, when I came over, she was so happy to talk to an adult, yes. just like have a conversation. Yeah. So, um, it's an increase of 100, but it's, yeah, we got it, Mason. Thanks. Thank you, Mason. Uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, you still suck at uh, the game, so. Wow. Anyway. Um, no, I think I think this is why it's important to get people back in school. You know what I mean? And back to yes, living back a normal. To school. Like, listen, wearing a mask fucking sucks. I hate it, but you know what? If we have to wear a mask to go back to our normal lives, Whatever. I have to wear a mask anyway at work. So I might as well be able to go out and do what I want to do. 
Yeah, most of the girls that I sleep with, I encourage to wear masks over their entire face uh, since I started having sex. So I'm, I'm not opposed to this at all. Really, though. Um, kids, I almost feel like they need to be in school. I can't imagine. I was going to pose this a different way. I wasn't going to use the article, and I, would, I was going to say, you know, Tom, could you live without this? Could you live without this? And I was just going to list all the things that these kids are forced to live without. Um, and I was like, meh, whatever. I'll well, just to be article. fair, like... Well, you're an adult. That's what, that's what draws the difference. Uh, like, self-isolation self to me is perfect. Correct. So, yeah. And so the trend that we saw at the beginning of the pandemic, the first three months of the pandemic, was actually a dramatic drop in suicide rates. And they said it was because, uh, you know, there was tons of relief offered. There was the stimulus check right away. There was, uh, you know, people were getting off of work for the first time in years. They yeah. hadn't had a vacation. They didn't need to go anywhere. They just needed a fucking break. And kids, are you kidding me? That's like an extended summer break. Let's go. After three months of it, everybody was like, this is not what I had signed up for. Like, I'd like to go to work now. I'd like to fucking make a real paycheck. I don't want to live off of the government. To be fair, I'm still looking for that time off. Yeah, we haven't missed a beat. <laughs> but that was actually a point I wanted to make. We haven't seen any of this. We haven't seen an increase. Of, like, nobody from our workplace has committed suicide. We don't know of anybody attempting suicide. We don't know of anybody. You know what I mean? Our lives have not as dramatically changed due to the pandemic as a lot of lives have. No, oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm with you. Like, I remember seeing a video. First off, Erica said, is that to protect you, uh, them, or you, Pat? And it's probably a little bit of both. Mostly my eyes. Because they're so ugly. I hope Emily hears this. Emily is by no stretch allowed to wear a mask in the bedroom. Oh, now you say that. Um, anyway, uh, I remember watching a video. And so this guy posted a video. His son committed suicide after he broke his monitor that he had just bought him. Oh. Right? So he, his dad bought him a monitor for his Xbox. Uh, the kid broke it by accident. And it, his dad had just replaced it because he had broke it before because he got so mad. And his dad was angling it on he uh, committed suicide because it, it, it's a horrible story, right? Because it's a child that committed suicide. And the parent takes personal responsibility for it. And so he blamed it on the pandemic. And I'm like, nah, dude, like that kid killed himself because he was afraid of getting in trouble. And he didn't want to disappoint you because he broke it again. Like, that's really what it came down to for me. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't know that kid. Like, I don't know the situation. Right. And other than what he's saying in the video. You know? I will say, especially, I, I mean, I think it's actually to a lesser degree. Like, thank God this pandemic happened now and not when we were in school. But our social circle was our entire life in school. And I'm not saying it's not well, and now. Luckily, they certainly are less sociable. Like well, they, they are, spend but the you time know, together they're they're online and shit. Yeah, but at least they have that. You know what I mean? Right. Because if this happened when we were kids, we went first off. Our parents wouldn't have been having this shit. That we would have been back in school a long time ago. If this shit but, happened when we were in school, my mom would have been like, "Pick your five closest friends and get them over to this house so you guys can entertain each other. And if you get sick, you all get sick. Fuck it." Well, not only that, it wouldn't have like our parents would have put our asses back in school. Like they yeah. were. They would have been like that father in Virginia that totally lost his fucking mind at the board meeting. Right. Which, in his defense, he had every right to, like, these people aren't doing shit. It's, it's a weird time. Obviously, it's unprecedented, so how do you react? But I certainly think that 
the fear of putting kids back in school and putting me back in a restaurant and putting the 21-year-old back in a bar or the 23-year-old back in a nightclub has to be weighed against the fear of not fucking doing it at this point. Yeah. Because I'm not going to kill myself while I'm sitting at home because I work five days a week. I have plenty of human interaction. My friends, let's face it, are basically people at work. Like, as an adult, you kind of grow apart from your high school friends, and you start to gain friendships with the people at work. And you guys don't hang out nearly as much as you would have with your high school friends. Um, so, I'm not worried about me. I'm not worried about even people my age. Um, certainly not people in, like, the, the, the uh, necessary, you can't see me air quoting, necessary work fields. Because we all are going on with life as usual. But the people who have kids in school... Well, Even I would say people. that, right? Because I bet you if you go and look at nurses' suicide rates and stuff like that, I bet you it's through the roof because of the stress that they had that's so much higher than uh, what their normal, like, like the well, normalcy stress that they would have. But I'm least. saying the people whose lives haven't really been affected by the pandemic. Yeah. Nurses have been, they're, they're on the other end of that spectrum. Yeah. Well, you said normal. Uh, necessary jobs. Yeah, necessary yeah. jobs. But yeah, I, not all of us. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, wow. First off, jo- Mason said Joanne would have been calling the superintendent daily until we went back to school. I assume uh, Joanne is Mason's mother, and the reason she would have been calling is because, well, Mason, she doesn't like you and don't want you around the house. Uh, Erica, who is in a school system, uh, contributed. There are so many kids who have issues and diagnoses that kind of depend on school teaching them coping and calming strategies because home doesn't do that because they didn't learn them when they were younger wasn't really a thing so that's a fucking really really good point i mean we're talking about an entire generation of people raising kids that have special needs autism is a special needs she's thing. not saying special needs at this point she's saying kids in general because they key kids because what she's saying is homes don't aren't teaching their kids these coping mechanisms that you right. need to become right. an adult and the schools are teaching them because the parents aren't doing it. And back, like, our parents' parents taught them that shit because they, like, knew how to raise kids, I guess? Yeah, every one of our dads can change a tire. Fact. Um, yeah. Uh, man, I hate... <laughs> what happened? He said, Tom needs to get his cholesterol checked. You seem mighty, mighty salty today. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like Tom seems saltier and saltier by the moment. Uh, But it's like the stock. The fuck is that supposed to mean? He's steadily increasing, then sometimes he'll dip, but he always goes back up. Uh, Erica says, when we were younger, we were latchkey kids, meaning parents weren't home when we got home. That's a fact. Um, Yeah. The only times I lock myself out of the house and we had to sit out on the doorstep and wait for my parents to get home. This is true. One time I locked myself out of the fucking house. So I was like, whatever, I'll play basketball in the driveway. Bird shit right in my fucking face. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'll never forget it. It got all over my shirt. Piece of shit, bird. Anyways. Jeez, Pat, you're awfully salty towards that bird. Yeah, I hope that fucking bird died. Quickly. Probably did by now. Um, this is a serious fucking problem. I worry for all of the kids. Especially, like, so the solution to this I suppose is a get them back to as close to normal as possible, but then b 
how do we recover from this? Is there damage that's going to be long-lasting? Like, is there damage that isn't going to be undone by getting them back to normal? Oh, I guess you call it PTSD over this. That seems weird because they're not really going through like like a traumatic occurrence. But over time, has this caused enough damage? So here's my thing, Pat, and you know how, like, I am not a quote-unquote snowflake. I agree. So here, and I have a hard time personally understanding what people go through because me myself, I feel like I'm a strong, independent person, and I have I've been taught these things to get through them. I don't think empathy makes you weak. Well, no, but my problem is is like you're saying, are these going to be long lasting effects? Right, right. And I guess that I could see that it could be, but at the same time, I want to say like. Well, get the fuck over it. You know, what I mean? like yeah, but you're talking, we have to go back to normal. <laughs> how many times have we tried the get the fuck over it, and then we went, "Oh my god, no, it's not that simple." You know, we fuck. Well, we did that with people. What happened? <laughs> Tom's a strong, independent woman that doesn't that don't need no man. Uh, we'll see you later when we get to the would you rather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are we doing? Anything that you know of, and I'm dead ass, anything, a single thing that you know of to prevent uh, suicide in the 10 to 25 age group right now? Uh, that's not something I'm on. I can't tell you. So it's not all over the news anyways. Well, ne- well I'm saying that here's the thing. Helping people is never on the news. Okay. No, well, it kind of is. Like when we ran into a crack e- epidemic, we had... Uh, the egg in the frying pan, right? And this is your brain on drugs. Great. This is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, right? Well, I see commercials we have for... Click it or ticket. We have um, you drink, you drive, you get arrested, whatever the fuck that one is, the DUI one. So for things that start to plague us as a society, we always come up with, you know, we put money into, even if it's a stupid slogan, we always put money into it. So where is the slogan that the the seventeen year old kid who's struggling because he doesn't have any fucking friends because I don't feel as bad for the popular kids. I think the popular kids are kind of sustaining at least a little bit better through social media. Um, now, don't get me wrong. What made me think of this today was that I watched a story about a fucking starting quarterback, high school football player. So they're not off the hook. But I think the kids who are a little bit of loners to begin with are really the ones who need to be able to sign every time they get onto Facebook. And see that slogan, you know, like don't well, don't fucking. So do I would that think of it the exact opposite, right? Your kids that are the loners don't thrive on interaction with other people. The popular kids are who do, and that I can see that point too. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, Erica says I think that everyone will have some lingering effects. Depends on how much people let it affect them, which is which is kind of my point. Like how much are you? How much are you going to let it affect you overall? She, and she said, my niece became a straight A student during the pandemic. Other kids failed. Every, failed everything. So, yeah, it, it's going to be a case-by-case thing. I, I don't know. It's, I just, at some point, like, for we're on a scale, though. right? Nobody can see my hands other than our live audience. But we're on a scale. And the pandemic hits and they go, everybody's going to die. Well, that outweighs the good of living normal. Now, the good of living normal weighs far more heavily, right? As we see the harmful effects of the pandemic and isolation. So at what point have we tipped the scale to where we go, okay, 
lot of people are going to catch corona. A lot of people are going to get COVID-19. A lot of people are going to die, but it's a smaller impact than it would have if we continued living the new normal. Yeah. Because I feel like we've tipped that scale. In fact, I feel like we're past the point of tipping that scale, and it's a snowball effect, and we need to react dramatically and quickly. Like, all sanctions are off. Get back to normal tomorrow. So, Phobic said, I believe you're looking too much of surface-level things. Whether someone is popular or not does not... Uh, is not a determining factor whether they're suicidal. I don't. I'm not saying that it's a factor. I'm saying I my concern is more with uh, that particular type of person. And again, I see Tom's point. Um, well, and that's what I'm like. Like Tim said, obviously on the surface, right? I'm saying as a generality. I'm not saying that it's uh, like the rule, right. right? I would say in my like, what's the word I'm looking for, Pat? Uh, like my experience? No, my uh, like my vision of it. Like my under, I don't even want to say understanding. Like concept. My my assumption. Okay. Right. Of like, you assume that popular kids are happier, right? Because yeah. they're popular. Um, that's all I'm saying. Um, I agree. It has a lot to do with mental health of the person. Fucking phobics for all. This fucking guy from Lincoln Park still has people so distraught. He's like the fucking 2000s fucking Kurt Cobain. Public Squirrel said, why Chester Bennington? These motherfuckers love Chester Bennington. I still hear that name so fucking often. If it means anything to anybody, you guys have immortalized this motherfucker. He'll never die. And I don't get me wrong, I like Linkin Park, but I mean, to some of you, he meant so fucking much. I guess it would be like if Eminem had killed himself when I was in my early 20s, you know what I mean? I get it. He's just... Erica said, I would compare this pandemic to maybe the Great Depression, similar mentally. Thoughts? Public said, someone seemingly popular ha- and has everything. Chester Bennington was a cover-up, was Mason's response. And Erica said, except it hasn't been as long as the uh, Great Depression. Uh, what if it is? What if, I mean, yeah, Fauci like said that these masks stay until 2022. Uh, my response to that, as somebody who's not struggling with the pandemic and who doesn't mind wearing a face mask all that much, was... I can't fucking do this for another year. <laughs> That's just me being fucking whiny. Um, I can't imagine what it's like for somebody struggling right now. I don't know of an outlet for them. And I think there should be an in your fucking face everywhere you turn. It should be getting mocked. People should be making memes about it. People should be making fun of it. A fucking slogan, a phone number. There should be limitless resources. Well, for we these shouldn't kids. Make fun of it. No, no, but that's how it would go. Right. Just like the drinking and driving ads, just like the click it or ticket stuff, just like the, the brain on drugs. It gets made fun of because it's everywhere, because it's pop culture. It becomes a part of society. That's the level that we need to be at. And I don't even know the starting point to get help if you need help. That's the fucking problem. It should be forced down my throat all day, every day, like a dick in your mouth. That's right. Moving on. I took a turn and burnt you. Uh, burn me? Yeah. I thought you were talking about that time you asked that person to put the dick in your mouth. I am not. Oh, okay. It was one time. That's twice on that show. One time. That's twice on this show. That's all, right. all you think about. All you think about is me with penis in my mouth. Maybe because I want to put my penis in your mouth, Pat. Um, I will say this. You feel? What does your shirt say? Enzo. I don't get it. It's a brand, man. Some dude that my brother's friends with started his own clothing company. I got a hoodie. Enzo. Very comfortable, very warm. It was a great you hoodie. Cut it. 
Huh? Yo, no free ads, bro. Why don't you promote our fucking merch? The fuck's the matter with you? We did promote our merch. We record. I wrote two scripts to promote our merch. Uh, I cut the hoodie because I cut all my hoodies because I can't deal with shit on my throat. Yeah, like Erica said, I. She says I disagree. If you're forcing it, then people won't pay attention. Your mercy doesn't fit, Pat. I don't get it. I don't get that. All right, all, all right. This oh, is merch. He said your merch doesn't fit, Pat. That's fucked up. Well. It doesn't fit me either, except for the t-shirts. T-shirts fit great, guys. All right, so let's get on to football. Uh, the Super Bowls this weekend, Tampa Bay at the Chiefs. Tampa Bay makes history playing at their home stadium. What do you think, Pat? I, I actually, I like before we move on so carelessly away from these children like you just did. I mean, you didn't even, like, try to wrap it's it so up. It's so depressing, just, like, man. Like, it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's fucking depressing. People are supposed to come listen to our podcast, have fun. So here's other things that have come out of this pandemic. Oh, you got more shit on that list? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Alcohol consumption, anxiety, depression, unemployment, homelessness, domestic violence, post-traumatic stress disorder, and drug use, all of which are directly related to increased suicide rate. So I'm just saying. Like, we got to fucking do something here as a collective whole. I'm officially, please email in. I am looking for an answer. Tom is looking for an answer, though he seems like Tim he's not. Tim put the he suicide hotline in the chat. It's 1-800-273-8255. I wonder if that's the answer to something. 1-800-273-8255. We're going to put that fucker into a script. This place is whack. <laughs> We're gonna two seven three talk. Perfect. That's it. One eight hundred two seven three talk. Um, we are going to uh, make a little script for that, and we're gonna put that on the fucking podcast too. Erica said, "Nice, get around." I agree. But I'm gonna fucking promote the shit out of that phone number. I think what Fovic's point was here, Pat, was that it would have taken us thirty seconds to Google the suicide hotline number. Sure, and we're actively pursuing suicide prevention. Somebody who's thinking about suicide isn't actively pursuing I, suicide prevention. I'm, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we could have done that. Probably done it for us. I did a lot of research <laughs> for this podcast. I wasn't staying on the internet any longer. Logic already did. Oh yeah, Logic has an album. So that's the phone number on that album. Okay. He oh. said I didn't need to Google it. It's a song by Logic. That's true. Oh, that's true. That. When you look it up on a. Uh, I to uh Spotify. It's like the the album cover has the number on it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Look at that. Two rappers. I think we should make that our album art. Put it on there. That's all it works. One eight hundred two seven three talk. Get these kids some fucking help if they need it. Okay. Can all we right. move on from this up? Now thank you so much, Phobic, for your contribution. Logic, uh, Logic is in fact dope. Uh, Logic retired, but he was dope. I gotta tell you, uh, I tried to listen to, to his last album. album. It was okay. You're insane. His last album was. I'm not a big. Fire. I'm not a big rap guy. This rap guy, this rap guy, I ain't selling my soul for this rap guy. That was rap game. Rap oh. game. Oh. <laughs> wow. Tom is not selling his soul for some rap guy. We know that now. Phobic said, <laughs> "This dude." <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I knew those weren't the the words, guys. Oh, this rap game, this rap game. I saw my room for this rap game. What's the next line? 
I don't know. I ain't digging a hole for this rap, rap game. game. Yeah. This rap game. I'm going to bury this guy game. in this rap hole. Logic was great, and Joyner is here to take his spot. Uh, Joyner Lucas, I mean, fuck, for the last three years, top three. Joyner Lucas, Logic, Tom, Tom McDonald. McDonald. Sorry, Shady. Sorry, buddy. Logic, yeah. Joyner Lucas, anyway. Tom McDonald. Man, Joyner Lucas is my fucking dude. All right. We're not doing a podcast about rap music. We're wrapping up. We're moving to rapping. We're wrapping up. <laughs> I see We're moving there. on to fucking Super Bowl facts. Tommy's done with the depressing part of the show. He wants to move on. He wants to smile. The last Super Bowl fact on this list is my favorite. We'll get there. Oh, I gotta go read this now, motherfucker. No, I'll read it. Oh, you're reading the last one. Did you know that that's why that was the way it was? Uh, oh, you're, you're way off. Just go to the top, bro. All right. Go to the top. So, uh, fun facts. Well, the Super Bowl is one of the most beloved events in U.S., in the U.S., blah, 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 blah. People yeah, buy fuck that. Go to yeah, the top. Okay. Eight million pounds of guacamole is consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. Eight million pounds of guacamole that is consumed crazy. on Super Bowl Sunday. That's so much fucking guacamole. 14, Let's fucking go. Chips and dip. I can't wait for Sunday, bro. 14,500 tons of chips are eaten along with the guacamole. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is going to get eaten. Emily's going to be spending the Super Bowl Sunday with me and my family because it's a holiday. She got invited to go spend it with her family. I got invited to go spend it with her family. That's not going to happen. We're going to watch it with mom. Like, good holiday-abiding citizens. Thanks for the invite. Of the top ten most-watched American television programs of all time, nine of them are Super Bowls. Nice. The Super Bowl is measured in Roman numerals because a football season runs over two calendar years. I did not know that. Uh, these, that's on here twice. God damn it, that was the last one. Look at the end of the list. Look at the fucking end of the list. That was my favorite one, and I wanted it at the end. <laughs> Those pieces of shit. Whoever wrote this article is a fucking asshole. I love it when I get stuck into Pat. Did you know that about Roman numerals? Why it was done that way? I no. always wondered why they did it in Roman numerals. Yeah. I, it looks nice, which is what I assumed. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's but pretty that cool. That makes so much sense. It runs through two calendar years, so you got to use Roman numerals. Perfect. Over 700,000 footballs are produced annually for the official NFL use. And that's, 72 that's of them a lot are for the of Super Bowl. Footballs. <laughs> <coughs> Quick, what's 16 times 32? Yes. Uh, a lot. Hold on, I'm doing it in my head. Uh, 16 times 32 is... Let's see, if I were to round the carry the one, 512. So that's 512 football games. Now, and that's just in the regular season, right? So uh, let's call it 512 games. Let's call it 600 games. So, so they're using... A uh, hundred thousand fucking football game footballs. Nope, that's terrible math. If it's seven hundred thousand for the year, oh, it's uh. Let's say yeah, it's, let's say it's, let's say it's about seventy two because seventy two of them are for the Super Bowl. So that's probably a pretty average number per game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're using a hundred thousand of them a week. No, again, seven hundred thousand for the year. So if they used six hundred games. 600 times 100,000 is 600,000. You think they're using 100,000 footballs per week? But if they use 100, I didn't say a week. You did. You get it. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. 
I'm going to move to the next fact. It is the second most watched sporting event in the world. More than 100 million people worldwide watch the Super Bowl every year. In fact, Super Bowl XLIV, let's see, that's oh, carry the one. It's 44. In 2010, unseated Mash's series finale as the most watched show in television history with over 106.5 million watchers. Well, what I want to know is what fucking Super Bowl that was. Like, who right. played in that Super Bowl? Super Bowl 44 in 2010, if you want to hit the Google machine. Yeah, I'll, keep I'll going with the facts. The average cost of a 30-second commercial during Super Bowl has ranged from $37,500 at Super Bowl One to around $2.2 million at Super Bowl Thirty-Four in 2000. And by Super Bowl... Fuck. Let's see, that's 49. I should have known the answer to this. 49 in 2015 had doubled to around $4.5 million. In 2020... A 30-second commercial reportedly cost between 5 and $5.6 million. Who played in Super Bowl 44? Phobic. The 600 games was referring to... Uh, the, the 600 games was referring to how many games there are in a complete season. Like, overall. So they used 700,000 footballs. Uh, yeah, it's closer to 525 games per time. Well, because if it's 512 for the regular season, then you're not including the four preseason games that every or three preseason games that every team plays. Okay, well, uh, let's call it 550. Let's okay, I just rounded up to 600. Yeah, yeah, 550 divided by 700,000. So they're using 700,000. Oh my god, divided this is making for a great podcast. Equals about 1272 a week. Yeah, that's what I meant. But anyway, that's a lot of football. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I shouldn't know the answer to this, Pat, because it's one of, if not the greatest uh, times in NFL history. Why do I feel like the 49ers are coming? No. Pat McAfee kicked off the Super Bowl. Oh, my fucking Lord. And he tells a story about how he hates Drew Brees' kid. Because when he was walking out, all he saw was Drew Brees' kid. Because they lost. The Colts lost to the Saints. Yeah. And he says, all he remembers seeing is Drew Brees' kid smiling when he was walking into the locker. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking ate. Oh, my God. That's such a fucking great story. They started off the second half with uh, the one and only two. Pat McAfee kicking on. It's like kicking recovered it. Okay. Just saying, a little Pat McAfee stat for you. wanted to go back to 2000, uh, I don't know, 10. There you go. That was also the start of when he became the punter of the decade. How was that to start? Because he, he was the punter of the decade from 2010 to 2020. And just so you know, he was retired for four of those years. I was going to say, he retired long before 2020. Yeah. How good of a punter was he that he was required punter of the decade and he didn't play in four of the seasons? Man, that is, uh, you can put a, a big blue ribbon on a pile of shit and it's still a pile of shit and he's still a punter at the end of the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not talking shit. I'm making you don't a man, correlation. Go fuck yourself. That's, that's done, unkind. Done doing this podcast. The NFL has a policy against holding Super Bowl games in stadiums that have a climate less than 50 degrees Fahrenheit, unless it's an enclosed stadium. You know when they made that policy? Uh, after the snowball. Won't. Come on, dude. It was when the, uh, they played at MetLife. It was uh, just a few years ago. 
There wasn't more to that, like uh, like a solid reason. Yeah, it was because it was fucking freezing cold, and nobody wanted to play in the freezing cold weather. Okay, so they bitched out like a bunch of bitches. That's why it places yeah, like still pro fucking athletes. They're like Metli- go to Green Bay, MetLife, Green Bay, uh, the Bill Stadium, Gillette? Foxborough. Oh, is Gillette enclosed? No, none of those stadiums will get a fucking Super Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess it also pushes. Um, for you to uh, build a dome, like a retractable dome. Washington won't get one. That's right. They'll get a team name before they get a Super Bowl. Good. <laughs> uh, I mean, fuck, the Panthers might not get one. Is that an open stadium, though? I think it is. Uh, McAfee is like the Bret Hart of the NFL. That is true. Okay. <laughs> that is true. How do you like that, Pat? That is completely inaccurate. I'll give you an example. Does McAfee have five world championships under his belt? He has punters of the decade, and he won every year for 10 years. Uh, yeah, Bret Hart won wrestler of the decade, I'm sure, in every wrestling magazine for the fucking 90s. Uh, does Pat McAfee have five world championships under his belt? Does he have multiple tag team championships? Does he have the Intercontinental Championship, United States Championship? Has back, Pat McAfee been a top-tier star in multiple companies? Yes. What companies? WWE, NXT, and a top tier star. Top tier star. You're going to tell me that he wasn't a top tier. St- he's not a top tier right, star. He's a Carter in NXT. You're fucking high, dude. He he wrestled in the main event at a fucking. At one. At a pay per view. Uh, has he ever had a title match? I don't know. Can you name a second top tier star? He's that's also never new had a title to match? the NXT. I agree. That's why he hasn't been a top tier star, bro. Uh, he was on fucking Get Up with ESPN. He's been all he announces fucking college uh, college football games for ESPN. He's been all over the I'm place. Sorry, did too. you just refer to announcers as top tier superstars? Yes, Troy Aikman's not a top tier superstar. He was as a football player. You don't think he is as an announcer? No, as an announcer, he's an announcer. At best, he's a top tier announcer. Yeah, superstar. Oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Superstar. <laughs> Super Bowl 49, Seattle Seahawks versus the New England and, Patriots. Uh, oh, boy. Mason has a good point, too. He said that Pat McAfee is a better wrestler than... How Red is Hart that a good well. point? How is that a good fucking point? It's valid, Mason. I appreciate the world only done in the U.S. I think he's talking about the Intercontinental. What happened? The U.S. The Intercontinental U.S. Championship. The Intercontinental title and the U.S. Championships are both secondary titles. Luckily, he's also won the world title five times. Five times. Five times. What other countries do they wrestle in? Like, like what other countries are involved in the WWE? Are you ready for this? Well, I know that, like, they wrestle in other countries, but how many of the, re- like, because I've never seen them, like, really, like, maybe once or maybe three times a year they go to different countries and wrestle, but you don't see their wrestle. So how is it a world championship belt? What? You know that there's they're not like fighting. A, there's like, a Canadian football league, but you still win the Super Bowl, which is considered the world championship. I mean, maybe that's just us as Americans being too cocky. Maybe uh, Bret Hart was actually a bigger star outside of the United States. That's well, a true story. Yeah, in Canada. No, all over the world, he was a bigger star outside. Definitely of the in Canada, which well, certainly they, in Canada. Do they even count as a country? They don't count as people. I think they count as a country. <laughs> was that? Are there any Canadian listeners? Sorry, Tom McDonald. Uh, no, the Super Bowl is not considered the World Championship. I think you're thinking about baseball, the World Series. You, 
But that's actually another perfect example. I'm with it. You're going to say that the Super Bowl winners aren't considered world champions? No. They're, they're considered Super Bowl champions. Keep going. There's one more fact. Uh, what is it? Uh, Super Bowl XL1X 49 CLC Hawks in New England Patriots was the most watched sporting event in U.S. history. Interesting. That was when uh, Seattle screwed the pooch and didn't let Marshawn run it in. Hashtag beast mode. Autocorrect. Slant pass. <laughs> what a great meme that was. Still is today. You get a chuckle every time. Why do American teams call themselves world champions? Why are the winners of the NFL called world champions? I mean, everything is Super Bowl champion is world champion. Mason has made a dozen wrong heart jokes about Owen Hart's untimely death in the last week. And there's a solid chance. Hashtag the wrong heart. Mason is going to experience a great deal of pain on February 15th. Just saying. What's February 15th? February 15th. Mason's going to meet Don Lindsay and Bri who are both gigantic wrestling fans, and we might have ourselves a little three-on-one match with Mason. Owen was a treasure. That's a goddamn fact. Well, Shout out to Owen Hart. He did. <sighs> anyway, did he die in a wrestling match? He died before a wrestling match. Oh, he was also... Was he, like, roided up or something and had a heart attack? No. Uh, he was suspending from the ceiling, and uh, previously he had had trouble unlatching when he got to the ring, it took too long, and they were focused on the next guy's entrance, so they wanted him to be able to unlatch quickly. So uh, they put a quick disconnect. This is like the top-tier guys in Hollywood that they hired to do this. Um, he accidentally released it in the air, so he fell and hit his head on the turnbuckle and died. Yeah. Gruesome death. That was quick. It unfortunately was not as quick as we would like it to have been. He died on his way to the hospital. Oh, he fucking lived? Yeah. <laughs> Not great, bro. Not great. Oh, man. I, I don't mean to laugh. That's not really funny. It's ironic. All right. Mason just said the funniest thing that he's ever said, and that was, I wish Bret Hart was married to Chris Benoit. <laughs> Mason, you are a bottom-feeding trash bag piece of shit. In case you guys don't know what we're talking about, Chris Benoit killed his family. Oh, man. And then I, himself. I just made a Chris Benoit joke this weekend. Because uh, Emily was watching another old Royal Rumble to get ready for the upcoming Royal Rumble. And Benoit was on it. She was like, geez, look at this guy. He's fucking jacked. And I was like, yeah, well, he was strong enough to choke out his wife and children. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, fucked up. It's not funny. Moving on. Yeah. Thank fucking God. Uh, you want to play some touchdown trivia on the podcast, Pat? Let's do it. All right. What player has the most right, Super Bowls? I want to point out that my shit is not pulled up right now. Okay. Right. I mean, this is easy. What player has played in the most Super Bowls? Tom Brady. Yes. Has nine. He's played in nine. He'll be playing in 10 on Sunday. Okay. Um, which team has played in four Super Bowls but has never led at any point during the game? I know this is going to come back to me, but I'm going to say the Bills. Nope. The Vikings. Ah. What is the name of the trophy for the winner of the Super Bowl? Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yes. Which player has won the Super Bowl MVP, MVP three times? Uh, Montana? Yep. Is the, Super, 
uh, if the Super Bowl is second most watched sporting event, what is the most watched sporting event every year? Oh, you're um, never you're never gonna get this. I'm gonna say the Macy's Day Parade. That's not a sporting event. Oh, it's a sporting. Sorry, sorry. Okay, hold on, hold on. Don't what don't count f- that. Fuck. Uh, it's not gonna be the World Series. You know, you're never gonna guess it, but I'm super excited. It's on this list. Uh, you're excited that it's on the list. Yeah, I don't know the punting challenge. No. The day's on 500. That was actually my next no. guess. Uh, soccer Champions League final. Did what? I know that. It's the so- no, it's not Daytona. It's uh, the Soccer Championship Champions League final. That makes sense. What what company pays the MVP of the Super Bowl every year to sponsor their business? Uh, Disney World? Well, Disney. Okay. Uh, I couldn't think of... I'm going to Disney, but I couldn't think if it was World or Land. Which team was the first team to win five Super Bowls? Uh, the Niners? Packers? Niners. Niners. Yeah. Uh, which team won the first Super Bowl? That's the Packers. Yes. What current NFL team has never played in a Super Bowl? There's there more is, than one. There are four of them. Oh you can boy. name... Can you name all four? Jaguars. Yep. Lions. Yep. Browns. I don't have a fucking clue. The Texans. Ah, fucker. And there you are, some Super Bowl trivia here on Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. That was fun. I did okay. You know who didn't do okay? Who's that? Chris Benoit's family. True story. All right, moving on. That was fucked up. Uh, We did that, we did that. All right. Good day, ma'ams and sirs. Have you ever found yourself dropping a hot steamer on the shitter potty? Wondering where you can find content, exclusive merch, extra sex stories involving grotesque, overweight, hairy fat guys, and videos that are more helpful than the instructional pamphlet that came with your new Swedish penis enlarger that you can never find the time to use because the dog won't shut the fuck up, the kids don't respect boundaries, and your wife is always cleaning out your best hiding spots? Well, Three Finger News, news that's sure to shock you, just did an entire article letting us know that you can find our podcast at iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and pretty much anywhere else podcasts are available. Don't forget to check out our live stream of the podcast on YouTube at 10.30 a.m. on Sundays and 7.30 p.m. on Wednesdays. If that's not enough and you're in for more streaming, you can also check out our gaming live streams on Twitch and YouTube. Follow and subscribe to Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. Check out our Facebook page and Instagram page at Number Nine with Tommy Podcast until your mom makes you block us because it turns out that she was fingernails and she was upset about the podcast, so she sent us packing. Speaking of packing, you can have merch from our show packed and shipped right to your door from Number Nine Podcast.com. And don't forget to sign up to our weekly newsletter and subscribe at each of these sites. The Number Niners are always welcome to drop us a line at the Number Nine Podcast.com the number nine podcast at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at number nine pod too. We even hired piss girl to sort through that shit to decide which ones we're going to air. I say good day. My legs are tangling off the edge. A stomach full of pills didn't work again. I'll put a bullet in my head and I'm gone, 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 gone. All right. So we got grandma gears. Pat, what's your grandma gears? How many of these do you want me to go through, Tom? Are we going to go through one? Are we going to go through all? Let's just do them. I mean, because you have one main grind my gears and then a bunch of sub sub ones. So we'll just bang through them and then we'll get into the, uh, the would you rather. All right. Well, this really, really puts a rash on my dick, Tom. It's people Krebs? who claim meh, that too. 
People who claim that they like shit that I don't believe they truly enjoy, Tom. Okay. We'll start with this one. Super spicy food. So, Pat, I'm glad you brought that up. I think we should do that chip challenge. I'm down. But not because I enjoy super spicy food, because I don't believe that any of you do. Mason, you're a a very clear front runner in this. Uh, TJ, if you listen, you are also a front runner in this. Y'all motherfuckers pretend like you like these California Reapers or Carolina Reapers and these goddamn, like, you'll snort jalapeno dust. Yeah, see, Mason said I love spicy food. I don't mind spicy food. I don't mind a little kick. But I don't want to not be able to taste food for the next seven days because of my last meal. I don't like spicy food. That's what that's what I'm like like Tabasco. So like Like you eat chicken wings. This is where I'm at. Get your parents, get your kids. Right? Everybody. If we get to fifty followers on Twitch, yeah. Pat and I and Mason eat the fucking hot chip thing. Okay. That's our deal. I'm in. Fifty followers on Twitch. Not only that, Mason has to put a Carolina Reaper on his chip. And while we're on it, if we get the 50 followers on, or subscribers on YouTube as well, we'll do it twice. Why would we do the same thing twice? Well, we'll find, we'll eat like a pepper or something for the, the first one's a chip. You know, we'll come up with two fucking things. Yeah, two things that are hot, spicy food. I didn't mean to. Mason said no added reaper. I feel like you said I'm in after I said that. Then you retracted your statement. Yeah, would us come back? You know? You're no prices you gotta make, bro. Alright, anyway. Kurt Angle wrestled in the Olympics with a broken fucking neck. You can't eat a Carolina Reaper. And he won the gold medal. Gold fucking medal. He's an American. With a broken neck. With a broken fucking neck. He's I hate that motherfucker. Let that marinate for a minute. I never liked Kurt Angle. What? Never No. When I was watching wrestling when I was a kid, never liked him. Well, as a kid, you weren't supposed to. He was a heel. He's a heel. That was the point. No, the second thing we can can be the unpolished plum. Look it up. It definitely says umabashi plum, oh. if I'm saying it right. I can tell you this. It doesn't say fucking unpolished. No, it doesn't. You're right. <laughs> I don't know where I got unpolished plum from. That's probably some kinky sex shit. Anyways, the next thing. Freezing temperatures. I don't know anybody that says that they like freezing temperatures. Nah, man. I prefer a, cooler weather. I don't give a fuck if you're... Mason said super sour. That's another one. I don't give a fuck if you're a snowboarder, a snowmobiler, if you're building igloos, whatever the fuck it is. Phobic says he likes freezing temps. To that point, Phobic got married in a fucking igloo. True story. That is absolutely insane. Nobody likes to be freezing cold. You lose complete control of your body. You're twitching around like fucking Johnny next door. That's why you have to build up the brown fat, Pat. I got plenty of fat. I don't know how much of his brown, how much you of his You don't white. have any brown fat, but I can tell you this. If you build up that brown fat, those igloos won't even bother you. Yeah, but that, so that defeats the purpose. If you aren't cold, then you're not surviving. You know what I mean? Like, nobody enjoys being fucking freezing. Yeah, eventually you would just adapt. I don't like it. I don't think anybody else likes it. I think they're full of shit. I think you're weak. You know what happens if you're snowboarding and you fall? You're in the fucking snow. That's stupid. I don't want to do that, ever. So you don't like snowboarding? No. No, snowboarding's fucked. Okay, what's the next one, Pat? Next one. People who say they like heights. Fuck you. Who the fuck likes heights? It's terrifying to be up high. 
There's the element of death involved. We're finding out that the Pat's a death, big fucking pussy. Jump. What? What? What'd you say? I didn't say anything. What'd you say? I didn't say anything. You say I'm a sissy? What's the next one? <laughs> next one. People who say they like a lot of pain in the bedroom. Bullshit. That, that just concrete doesn't feel point. good. I don't want to put my penis into a warm, squishy vagina and have somebody cut me open or bite my fucking nipple off. That sounds terrible. That goes hand in hand with the next one. Here's the, okay. Listen, I'm with you on that one, Pat. Yeah, there's the, the, but the fact that I you don't even don't know how you can maintain an erection while somebody's giving you a fucking purple nurple. Okay, I'm with you on that. The next one, I don't know what your what your problem is with this, but I'm pretty sure you like having penises put in your mouth. So you're saying to the next one, you enjoy having your balls sucked on? Yes. That shit's painful, bro. You're don't a fucking idiot. I love a girl to lick my balls. Licking my balls, perfectly fine. Sucking my balls, that's like an act of war. You deserve to be punched right in your fucking forehead, because that's the only thing I can reach while you're down there. That's a, it's, a, it's a fucking awful thing to do to another human being. Do you like getting hit in the balls as well? No. Just sucked. Yeah. That's and not like, suit, like, I'm not telling you to put a vacuum on it. Listen, maybe the girls that I've been with weren't sucking at the appropriate <laughs> vacuum level. Mason said, Bret Hart can only climax in the sharpshooter. Hashtag the wrong heart. What the fuck? Classic. Oh, my God. Uh, the excellence of execution getting absolutely obliterated by Mason today. Erica said, it's never fun when your nose hairs freeze. Oh, Erica, I completely agree. Thank you for your feedback. The next one. I don't buy into this whole people love the idea of pregnancy and the miracle of childbirth. I heard Mason and Carissa explain the miracle of childbirth in great detail. While the little teeny tiny itty bitty baby was just an infant sitting in her crib sleeping the day away because that's all babies do. Let me tell you, nothing about it sounded fun. It sounded funny because I wasn't there and I was laughing at Mason and Carissa, not with them. That shit sounded disgusting. Not to mention, I don't understand. Like, I have seen beautiful women pregnant, like pregnant women who are beautiful, but at no point can these people go into sex thinking, I can't wait to completely change the way your body is because I don't like the way you are right now. Why would they be having sex if they didn't like the way the other person was right then? Pregnancy does all kinds of crazy shit to your body. It's not about that, Pat. It's about bringing another person into the world, which is not a good idea. We're overpopulated as fuck. We don't need more. Mason and Chris, are you going for another one before I go too far? Don't do it. (laughs) Don't have another one or me don't go too far. Anyone that says they're like Bret Hart or Michael Rappaport, I can't believe. Carissa said yes. Chris and Mason going for another baby. Why? Carissa says yes. Mason says maybe. (laughs) Maybe one day. Here's the thing. Don't do it. Carissa wanted that baby for as long as I had known Carissa. We knew from the get-go that Carissa was going to be an amazing mother. I could have told you that the first time I fucking met her. But Carissa, you won the Super Bowl. Just fucking retire at this point. Don't keep popping out puppies. What if they would have told Brady that, Pat? Then somebody else could have a championship ring on their finger instead of him hoarding them. I know. Him that mother, they, they should do an episode of Hoarders when he retires just about his fucking trophies <laughs> and fucking rings. That would be hysterical. All right. What's the next one, Pat? The last one. I don't appreciate people who claim to like games that don't require any skill. Like fucking Candyland. There's no skill behind Candyland. What about Monopoly? Monopoly, there's strategy involved. Candyland is literally a roll of the dice 
and you just do whatever the fucking dice tell you to do. There's no strategy involved. Like, even in trouble, you can choose, like, or sorry, whichever one it is, where you can choose to bring a new piece out when you roll a six, or, like, to knock somebody off when you get a six. There's some strategy involved. Candyland, there's absolutely no strategy. You just roll the dice. It's a fucking stupid game, and people claim to love Candyland. There's nothing lovable about Candyland. Feel better? You have no feedback on this? You enjoy Candyland, don't you? Never you Candyland loving son I of a bitch. Yeah, first off. Uh, sorry, number one game in Canada. Uh, that can't be true. Is Candyland <laughs> the number one game in Canada? No, he said sorry. Number one game in oh. Canada. <laughs> I thought he was saying sorry, Candyland <laughs> is the number one game in Canada. And Chris has a good point here. It's for children, Pat. Ah. Uh, Mason, I just got the joke that that was about Canadian culture, not the actual number one fucking game. I almost Googled it to fact check. You're a fucking That's dumbass. how fucking fired up I am about Candyland and how much fucking Tommy loves it, you piece of shit. I, I cannot tell you the last time I played Candyland. Oh, I was 35 seconds ago you said you'd never played Candyland. I, now it's, I, I don't, don't ever recall playing Candyland. Jesus, what an unreliable witness you've become. Whatever. Anyways. Erica says she's like, Erica, why do you do this to yourself? Erica, what do you like about Candyland? The thrill of the hunt? The thrill of the chase? You like the competition? There is no competition. And Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders is the exact same fucking game. I've played Shoots and Ladders. Chris has said to help them start to understand the game and how to play board games by using pictures. I don't need an explanation of what children like about Candyland. Children are stupid. That's why they play games like Candyland. (laughs) What's wrong, Tom? <laughs> Let's do the movie review. Oh, man. Tom's crying. This fucking show. This fucking podcast is out of control. Who, who the fuck listens to this? I'll tell you what's out of control. Tom, I'll give you a list of people who are out of control. People who say they like spicy food. People who say they like freezing temperatures. Heights. Pain in the bedroom. Having their balls sucked on. Pregnancy and the miracle of birth. And people who say they enjoy skillless games like fucking Candyland. So basically what you're saying is uh, anybody that doesn't like the things that you like. No, there's lots of things that I don't like that I understand why they like them. I don't like fucking ice skating. I don't like fucking ballet. But I get it. There's talent involved. There's talent in a good ball suck, Pat. You have to be right, and I have to have never experienced a good ball suck, Tom. Well, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. Mason said, with Tom's new haircut, his favorite game looks like Connect Fuhrer. <laughs> I don't get it. Ah, I don't get it. Uh, Hitler. Bro, Hitler. Oh. Huh. Right. All right. My turn. And I said, what about breakfast to Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. And I said, well, that's the one thing we got. All right. Yeah, so you you and I were both supposed to watch uh, I Am Legend. You did not. I did. So I can give a full review on it. And there's a couple things I want to sh- uh, fix before we go. Before we move forward. I forgot what movie we were supposed to watch. I know, and you never asked. I wouldn't know. It was late last night. I was going to ask, and I went, fuck it. I, watched, I bet he didn't watch it either. I watched it Sunday after we recruited you. You watched it early. Yeah. So... I am legend. I said on the last show that somebody told me it took place in 2021. Yeah. It does not. <laughs> ah, that's a bad start. They also said that it took f- place after a failed vaccine, which I guess you can call it a vaccine, but it really wasn't a vaccine. It was the cure for cancer. 
that they were giving to everybody. I'm not sure if that's a vaccine. Yeah, but it came in a vial, and you put it in your arm. So okay. I guess you can call it a vaccine. A failed injection? Yeah, injection. Again, not really sure it's called a vaccine. Either way, this is rated 7.2 on IMDb. That's a pretty good rating. The only person in it is Will Smith and a dog named Sam. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's a couple other people that sprinkle in, but no, like, main characters. Uh, I give this movie a fucking 5.0. Kevin James? Kevin James is in it? Which girl says Kevin James in the movie? I don't remember Kevin James being in it. We're not talking about Hitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, was he in it? Was IMDB, he... I am legend. Um, so this movie's about this guy, he's a doctor, he's one of the people that created the vaccine and started handing it out. The problem was... Will Smith. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he is immune to what happens to everybody who took the vaccine. Like, 10% of the population is immune to what happened. Um, it created a virus that went viral. You died and became basically a zombie. I'm pretty sure that this is where they came up with the idea for The Walking Dead, because it's very similar. Right? I buy that. Except they can't be out in daylight. You can only be out at night with these things. Um, Tim sent me a Discord link on it. All right. He is not credited. Uh, I'll have to check out. Hold on one second. All right. So Kevin James was in as a sound guy. Tim sent me a YouTube video. I'm going to watch it when we're done with the stream because it's probably going to be funny. Um, Yeah. I just, it's very slow. Watch it now, live. Well, I can't, dude. It, there's a lot that goes into that, and I'm not ready to do it. Anyway, um, there's. it's just not a good movie, right? Okay. It's very, it's short, but it's drawn out, if that makes sense to you, right? Did that movie have a happy ending? So there's also, I found out, there's an alternate ending. Alternate ending? Always awesome. Alternate endings are the best. Um, I don't. Unlike you, Pat, I don't want to give away stuff, but what happens is, uh, in the real movie, Will Smith dies. Okay. But he has the cure, and he gives it to this girl with a butterfly tattoo. Okay. That's not really giving away the ending. Kind of. And she goes off to this place where all these people live and give them the vaccine. Oh, okay. Does he die of cancer? No, he dies because he gets eaten by the fucking zombies. All right. Um, Yeah. Fucking Mason says, my favorite alternate ending was the 1997 Survivor Series, which is where Bret Hart had the infamous Montreal screwjob and had his career ruined by Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon. Mason, I hate you with a burning, burning passion. Classic. Classic Mason over here tonight. Ooh. And he said I was salty. Um, yeah, so... Mason's on fucking fire. I guess my review of the movie is, if you haven't seen it, don't fucking bother. It's not worth it. If you like The Walking Dead and you already saw what happened, uh, how you doing? Keep it moving. That's kind of my my memory of it. Uh, I will say this. Did you I watch The said, Butterfly Effect? Yes. With uh, Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Did not, you like it? Uh, I did like it. It's, I watched it when I was younger. Yeah. And it was f- like fucking trippy for a little kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? To understand what's going on. I bet you if I watched it now, I'd probably have a greater appreciation for it. But it's still very hard to follow. I recommend this to everybody. Go rewatch the butterfly effect. Only if you can find the director's cut. The director's cut ending is a fucking doozy. Is it? Yeah. Totally didn't see it coming. 
Nice. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, by the way, the alternate ending in this is he doesn't get eaten by the zombies and he gets up. That, that, that's pretty much it. Gotcha. So, like, there's not a lot of action. So, Eric had this good point, right? So, he, he's, uh, throughout the movie, he, he logs stuff, right? Because he's a scientist. Yeah. So he he was actually in the military. That's kind of, that's not where it starts out, but that's, it shows you that he was in the military when he created this thing. So he, um, documents stuff. And what he says is, so at one point, one of the zombie guys, he gets into this thing, into this building where they're all at. Yeah. And one of them chases them out and he exposes his face to the light, to the sun. And it starts to burn away his face. Okay. Okay, you follow me? Yep. And so he's Edward from uh, that movie with Bella. Yeah, sure. Um, so Jacob. while he's logging, he says, Twilight. Um, they're, they're totally losing human uh, survival. Okay. Like, no evidence of, of humanness in them at all anymore. Okay. Right? Because they're disregarding their survival. But later on, that fucking guy sets up a trap for him that he had set up to catch one of the fuckers. You know what I mean? So he mimicked his trap. Yeah. To to catch him. Yeah. Right? So clearly their survival, like, they were very intelligent. They were like fucking humans, just crazy. Right, but like biologically they weren't their bodies weren't capable of like fighting off things that we fight off on a daily basis. I don't know. Because they're technically alive. But they eat people. They become cannibals and they can't be exposed to sunlight. It never really explains what they are, but if you get one and inject them with this thing that he made, you find out by the end of the movie that if you keep the body cool enough, it'll work All right. and bring them back to, like, normal. That sounds like a sumo-sized suck fest, if you ask me. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't. But they never mentioned it. Yeah, and they never mentioned it in the guy's diary. Well, it was, or the fact that, well, you gotta remember, he gets knocked out, and then the dog dies, and he goes a little crazy, and... Like, he never gets back to the diary after that. Mason said, speaking about crazy humans, Twitch on Saturday, watch is fight off crazy cannibals. Watch us fight off crazy cannibals. Facts. Uh, what time are you guys playing on Saturday? Uh, we'll probably get on around 6 again, Mason, you think? 6? We'll send out a tweet, Facebook post, uh, the whole 9 for it. Okay. But we'll definitely be on Saturday uh, mid-afternoon. That's not No, it's not tonight, Bob. Not tonight. We do the podcast tonight. It's Wednesday. Podcast night. Podcast night. Thursday night's pool night. Friday night's pool night. Saturday, stream night. All right. So that's it for the movie. You want to talk about what's coming up on the next show? I sure do. I bet you do. We're going to have a Karen segment. I hope you find that video. We're going to have some newsletter responses to the question that we're about to read to you guys. Maybe. We're going to have a story about somebody who's too woke and too woke and needs a nap. Hey. Gonna... What? You're too woke and need a fucking nap. I'm not too woke. You ruined the whole podcast, what you said to me when we weren't recording. What I said to you when we weren't recording. We'll talk about it off air. I feel like you're just staging this. Ready to keep going? Anyways, uh, I'll do the movie review for One Night in Miami. Why was I invited to watch this movie? You're welcome to watch the movie. And who, Hold on. Who gave you the idea to watch the movie? 
I said it on the last episode. Did you? I said I really want to see that fucking movie. What's it about? It's got Ali, Sam Cooke, I want to say Malcolm X, and somebody else. Oh, it's old as shit, huh? No, it's not the... What the fuck? You said it has fucking Malcolm X. People playing the, the roles. Okay, that's totally different than you saying it, it's based off a story with Malcolm X. Yeah, Malcolm X isn't fucking Ronald Reagan. He wasn't in movies. How the fuck do I know that? I don't know. I just assume that while fight training, Ali didn't have a lot of time to also be a Hollywood superstar. You're a fucking goddamn mess. Anyways. And... Maybe I will watch it. Tommy, you know what I'm getting you for the Super Bowl? Well, Super Bowl Sunday, podcast time. We're going to do the top Sega games because I know you've been waiting. I know that's the system you want to talk about. So here's the thing, Super Pat, Bowl Sunday. I, to- I don't know if I told you this or if I told Mason this, but I went through the Sega games. I don't remember a lot of them. Not only do I not remember a lot of them, I don't remember any of them except for Sonic. Tom, for the last month, you've been talking about how involved you're going to be when we do the Sega episode. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm not going to be involved. <sighs> I really thought I was, man. And then I started thinking about it, right? And I know that, you know, we're running a little long here, but sort of thing. I don't remember playing a lot of games when I was a kid. I don't remember Seems a lot like from being a games kid. With my emotions on this fucking podcast, and you're going to be a big part of the Sonic episode. Maybe when we get the PlayStation. You want to do PlayStation instead? Whatever game console you want to do on Sunday, we'll do. PC. Is that a game console? Yeah. All right, let's do it. The Force. That's the only thing you need to watch. We're not watching something. We're, we're discussing the top games. Well, I can tell you about what's going on in the Force. So basically, what it is, is Mason and I landed in on this plane. Right? And I had my little kid with me, Timmy. But Timmy gets taken by son, and I'm all dazed and confused, and I can't see what's going on. I got to say, we did this Sunday morning. Yeah, but more stuff has happened. Now we're in the caves. There's these big baby things that we got fucking killed. Did one of you get killed inside of one of those caves, and then you guys had to go back and get that person? Dude, if you were watching a live stream last night, you would have saw, which this would have been Tuesday night for you guys listening on Thursday. Is this when Mason died in the air, and then he couldn't get his stuff? No, that was on a while ago. Mason, this is fucking hilarious. Mason and I finally got to the snowy part of the mountain. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're up there, and I'm chopping down trees and shit because I'm like, we got to build a fort or something for over here. And uh, Mason decides to take his turtle shell out and go sliding down the hill. Well, when he gets to the bottom of the hill, it's a fucking cliff, and he flies off to the beach, right? So he takes a bunch of fall damage, and he has to run around the mountain, and it's a long fucking mountain. To get yeah. He gets attacked, right? So now I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go save him, right? Because he's down. Sure. I kill a boar on my way, take the skin. I get over there, and I'm I'm making a uh, a Molotov cocktail yeah. to throw down because they're all hovering over Mason's body. So there's no way I'm gonna get him. And all of a sudden, I get fucking ransacked from the back. So I go to fall down the mountain, like kind of like skid down. Yeah. I fucking fall and kill myself. So now me and Mason have to respawn at the plane, dude. We're forever away from where our bags are, and we got to run away or run over there. We get in the water. There's fucking alligators in the goddamn water attacking us. Then we get out, and there's all kinds of fucking cannibals trying to eat us. It was wild, man, but we got our bags back. We're good. I was actually going to send in a story. There is an alligator on the fucking loose. I don't know where the story takes place, Tom. I'm going to assume Florida. There's an alligator on the loose with a fucking knife in his skull. 
somebody went one-on-one with this alligator, and all that's left is the knife in this alligator's skull. Chris said, said your game was fun to watch, for sure. It was. You should watch more often, Pat. Inter- you know, you can interact with the number and enters in the stream. I feel like there's something else going on there. But anyway, uh, so you're going to do... You ready to do this? Would you rather? I sure am. Let's get the fuck out of here, Pat. Have you thought about your answer? Yes. Have you decided what your answer is? I knew my answer the second I posed the question. Cool. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you can get with this, but this is where it's at. Here they come. All right, Pat, let's hear you. Would you rather? All right. Let me preface this by saying the Reese Mason says, we should send Bret Hart to excellently execute the alligator. Worst case scenario, Bret wins. Mother fucking Mason. I don't know how you have a beef with the pink and black attack, the excellence of execution, but it's insane to me that you don't consider him as at least the top one or one wrestlers of all time. Fucking ridiculous. It sounds like Mason barely considers him a wrestler. I think Mason just does it to get my goat. I think Mason fully respects the hitman. I don't think he does. At least I hope he doesn't. I I digress. This Would You Rather has us completely torn down the middle with everybody I've talked to. It's almost like every other answer swings the pendulum the other way. We are at a deadlock 50-50. We need feedback from the number niners. We cannot do this without you. Mason said at this point he is closer to a carrot or squash. Get it? A vegetable. (laughs) Mason, you savagely attacking the single greatest wrestler in the history of the business is unnecessary, sir. It's fucking hilarious. All right. Anyways, Mason, we should do an episode on what we feel to be the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling sometime. Anyway. Stone Cold, Triple H. Shawn Michaels, The Rock. Well, Mount Rushmore is four, so that's what you get. Oh, I was going to do five. Those four good picks. All right, moving on. 2021 Bret Hart versus Lex Luger. You're a piece of shit. Lex Luger's in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, anyways. The Would You Rather that has everybody dying to know which way the votes are going to be tallied. Tom, would you rather be put in a docking situation or be pegged by your wife? Now, before you answer... Hold on. Explain what docking is, because I didn't know. Docking is where two erect penises, (laughs) one circumcised, one uncircumcised, go pee hole to pee hole, and the uncircumcised penis's extra skin is then pulled over the circumcised penis's head, creating what looks like a docking station. Pegging is where your wife puts a strap-on dildo on and fucks you to pieces. So I have a question before I answer this. Go ahead. Do I get to pick the size of the strap-on? No, you also don't get to pick the size of the penis you're docking with. So, Tom, would you rather... by my wife. Okay. 100%. So, so fucking gay. 
You, you would rather get fucked in your ass yes. than touch skin to skin with another dude. Hold on. So, just to be clear here, I thought, and then I would assume, and I would have to look up the definition because I'm going solely off your word of what docking is. Sure. Is that you would do that and go until the person finishes. So, you're worried about somebody. Dumping some uh, romantic. Uh, I don't want to touch my penis with penis. another person's penis. No, I understand that neither one of the options is tempting, Tom. That's why it's called a would you rather. But if you had the a choice way... between touching the tip of somebody else's dick with the tip What's of your you... dick. Hold on. So your answer is you'd rather dock with another dude. I would dock with three dudes before I let some chick strap on a dildo. And it's not some chick, though. It's your wife. I don't give a fuck whose wife it I'm is. I'm telling you right now. I much rather because I know my wife. I don't know whose fucking penis I'm gonna be fucking talking with. Because to be honest with you, I have no idea any guy I know if they're uncircumcised or circumcised besides my brother, and that's only because we're brothers. Okay. Okay. So. So what you're saying is, <laughs> I'm not getting back. The fuck, man? I thought. For thank sure, you, Tim. Thank you. I thought for sure that fucking Tim would be on my side with this one. It's amazing how torn everybody is. Here's the thing. I'm not touching my dick to another man. You don't dick. think your wife has pent up aggression inside of her? Think of every time you've made a joke about her being a woman it. or her being old, okay? Think of how many times you could have done more around the house than you didn't. My think wife of how knows many times you skipped stuff. out on a holiday that she went over the top for. She's going to get you back in one good old fashioned fucking Tom. My wife would never do that with me in the bed. And she absolutely loves me. She's not going to make love to you that night. She's going to fuck your brains out. I don't think that's true. You are going to be shitting everywhere. Okay. I'm with phobic on this one. Getting fucked in the ass is gay. I think taking a rubber or silicone object in the butt is way less gay than skin skin tip to tip. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with Basil on this one, dude. And not that like I'm down to get stuff put in my butt, but if I had to do it, I'm putting it in my butt before I touch on the man's dick. It's amazing to me how torn we are over this. This is almost like standard sit, ball, or fold. I mean, this is remarkable how torn we are. And I didn't even think that it was going to be that. I thought that it would be funny to pose the question. But then the people that I posed it to, there were like eight of us in the room. And they immediately divided. And it was four on four. Oh, this sounds even Erica worse. Says, so Urban Dictionary says that docking, they become stuck together like a Chinese finger trap. And then they both ejaculate. Mason said no penile CPR. I don't know how long it would take to ejaculate from a man's foreskin being pulled over the tip of my penis. But I would sooner find out than have somebody fuck me in the ass. I will tell you that. <laughs> I do the F. Squirrel said, "I do the F, and I don't get F'd." <laughs> How long did it take you to write that in the chat? Because it's all censored. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. All right. Anyways, yeah, that's our question. Uh, we're expecting mail-in answers, and uh, we expect them fucking in heavy quantities. Erica said. It says the sensation is so intense that it just happens. Phobic said forever. Phobic knows, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I think you meant about the chat. I'm curious if in the docking situation, right, who's moving the foreskin back and forth? 
want, dude, this is making my. This like, is, is this a, a guy giving me talking a talking about this? Or is am I worse. tugging the guy? <laughs> Mason said Bret Hart and Dangerous Dan Doc all the time. Who the fuck is Dangerous Dan? Do you mean Dangerous Danny Davis? I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Anyway, guys, that's the show. Pat, anything you want to say? I say good day. <laughs>